and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one inspirational page of Talmud a day. These last few days, I've been struck by a post a few of my friends shared on Facebook. I'm not usually one to pay attention to the torrent of memes and puppy pictures and everything else people share online, but this one hit really close to home. I'm paraphrasing here, but the post basically asked the following question. You know how in all those time-traveling movies like Back to the Future, the heroes always have to be really careful about what they do because any little thing they change in the past could have major implications in the future? Well, asks this post, by the same logic, why do we fail to learn the same lesson in real life? Because after all, doesn't the same logic imply that every little thing we do here and now in our actual present also is going to have major implications and change the future timeline. So why not choose to do well and change the future for the better? That, more or less, is the general vibe inspiring today's pages of Talmud, which find the rabbis in the mood to count their blessings and recount how their righteousness could bring redemption to the world entire. Have a listen. And Chizkiah said that Rabbi Yirmiyah said in the name of Rabbi Shimon ben Yochai, I am able to absolve the entire world from judgment for sins committed from the day I was created until now. The merit that he accrued through his righteousness and the suffering that he endured atone for the sins of the entire world. And where the merit accrued by Eliezer, my son, calculated along with my own, we would absolve the world from judgment for sins committed from the day that the world was created until now. And were the merit accrued by the righteous king, Yotam ben Uziah, calculated with our own, we would absolve the world from judgment for sins committed from the day that the world was created until its end. The righteousness of these three serves as a counterbalance to all the evil deeds committed throughout the generations, and it validates the ongoing existence of the world. Wow. So look, if you're the Rashbi, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, one of the great all-time Torah scholars and innovators, a man so holy that he once hid in a cave and did nothing but study Torah for 13 years, a man believed to be the author of the Zohar, the major work of Kabbalah, or Jewish mysticism, Yeah, you could probably sit back, enjoy, and take comfort in knowing that your many, many good deeds are probably going to change the world for the better. But what about the rest of us? What about us wonderfully flawed, blissfully imperfect people who just want to improve and be good, but are often just too tired and too weak and too scared to do anything about it? This week, we commemorated the anniversary of the passing of one man who showed us, by example, just how powerful we all are to change the world and just how free we all are, even in the darkest depths of oppression, when everything looks lost. His name was Maximilian Kolbe. He was born in Poland in 1894 and knew from a very young age that he wanted to be a priest. He soon got his wish, moved to Krakow, and taught at the seminary there. Even contracting tuberculosis, considered deadly at the time, didn't slow him down much, nor, for that matter, did the Nazis. When Germany occupied his native land, he was arrested and warned not to continue with his activities, which included helping refugees 
and setting up a hospital. He ignored the Gestapo, and in February of 1941, he was arrested again, and this time sent to Auschwitz. One day, late in July, one of Kolbe's fellow prisoners managed to escape. To deter others from attempting similar daring acts, the camp's sadistic deputy commander rounded up all the prisoners and selected ten men at random. They were, he said, to be locked in an underground bunker with no food or water until they all starved to death. Kolbe was not among the men who were selected, but when he saw one of the condemned break down and weep that he can't bear the thought of never seeing his wife or his children again, Kobe stepped forward and quietly asked to take the man's place. The Nazis didn't much care, and Father Maximilian was taken to the bunker to die. According to reports, Father Maximilian spent his time in the bunker leading the others in prayer. Whenever one of the guards would enter to check on the dying men, he looked on calmly, even as his fellow prisoners succumbed to starvation, one after the other. Kolbe persisted. After two weeks with no food or water, the guards injected him with carbolic acid, hastening his death. He was the last man alive in that bunker. I think about Father Maximilian often. I think about him whenever I feel like there's nothing I can do, like the forces operating in the world are just too strong, too wild, too much for any one person to take, especially someone like me who's not great. I think about him, and I remember how free we really are, and how strong, and how even in shackles, imprisoned in one of the darkest dungeons humanity in its sins has created, we can find within us the strength to demonstrate our faith, to stand up for virtue, to honor that precious gift, life, that God has given us to keep and to cultivate. Each one of us can redeem the entire world, just like Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Each one of us can change everything. As we wind down Elul, our month of contemplation, may the examples of those righteous women and men who walked before us continue to inspire us. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Studios. If you enjoy this show, and I hope you do, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafyomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz, and our producers are Josh Cross, Sarah Fredman Ader, and Robert Scarmuccia. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash takeone or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.fiomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.